Hi. Hey, can you hear me? I can. Oh, good. Okay. It worked out. Yay! Uh, so I guess that's my name is Amelia. Like I was thinking like Amelia Earhart or like I was, at first I was like, who the hell is this hoe? <laughs> <laughs> that's great. No. Um, yeah. Pretty good idea who Amelia is. Uh, <laughs> I was so confused. I was, yeah, like, I was like, wait, who named my computer Amelia? I thought it was like, I thought it was a personal joke. Like, no, it's actually one of Meg's old dance friends. Um, uh, and one of our really good, like family friends, you know, for our family anyways. Um, I'm sorry, Amelia. I just called you a hoe. <laughs> <laughs> She's definitely not. But I think it's interesting that all these years later, like things keep popping up that I'm like, darn those kids. <laughs> So, okay, I guess my computer's name is Amelia. Good to know. Good or know your whole, like, um, your whole uh, Zoom account profile <laughs> thing. I don't even know how to change that. I Shoot. don't either. <laughs> I can't keep up with all these, like, apps and uh, programs and things to do these things. Right. Like, the interface, because it changes, and then I'm not using them all the time. And I'm like, I need someone younger to help me out. I've gotten to that age. I, I've definitely gotten to that point, especially when I'm just like getting frustrated and I'm like, this should not be this difficult. And mm -hmm. I'm like, oh my gosh, somebody just helped me. And then I get, you know, the 20 year old who's like, like they can't even, and I'm like, really? We've been there. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's very true. But I just have to keep like reminding them about like being patient and like, this is new. We need to work through this you know, don't do it for me, but show me how to do it so that mm -hmm. the next time this happens and I'm getting frustrated, you don't get frustrated because you did this for me the last time. Well, just show it to me. Show me what mm -hmm. I'm doing wrong. You know, it's not, it's not that difficult. Right. Absolutely. I don't think anybody's like, um, unknowledgeable. We're doing a lot of that at work too, because a lot of things are moving from programs on computers to applications online. And so oh. that integration or that flip over right. is so um, other for a lot of people and a lot of the older folks too. Right. So here comes me, uh, uh, a mid 30 whimper snapper, you know, compared to these old salty guys. And they're like, I just don't get it, Sean. I'm like, all right, we'll just, here we go. This is what yeah. we're doing. You know, like it's, right. it just that. takes a little bit of like grace, grace and patience is all it really truly is. Um, mm -hmm. and I think that a lot of people kind of forget that. And I think that, you know, my generation also kind of feels that way towards our parents' generation. You know, they're boomers and I'm a very late, very late Gen X. Like I'm the tail end of Gen X. Mm -hmm. So having grown up with technology and without technology, I can kind of, you know, I'm almost that bridge. Um, but just getting frustrated and just like, I don't know why you keep locking yourself out of things. Like, I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> you know, like, I, I don't know why your computer has a virus. What did you do? What did you click on? Like, I, I don't know what to say. <laughs> why did you download this? Well, yeah. the, the man on the telephone said that, you know, he needed this. Yeah. Why were you talking to a random stranger on the telephone? Right. Like, right. the bank yeah, doesn't exactly. call you. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Like, basic day one. Day one. Yeah. Um, don't download anything. <laughs> <laughs> don't answer telephone calls from random people who claim to be here for you. And when they say, um, can you do one thing? No. Huge red flag. Yeah. Huge red yeah. flag. I mean, 
I, I, I understand your point of view there, though, like like that that bridge between um, Gen X and millennial, too, you know, like that. I'm seeing it from your kids who are a decade younger than me, and I'm seeing it from I'm seeing you and um, like being in the middle of it all. It's like it's so extraordinary to, to be in the center of it or like kind of, for me to be in the center of it, much like how you are with um, the boomers. and be like we're really doing this right now like <laughs> we've got apps on this side and we've got analog on that side it's like this weird in between i feel for my generation where it's like a, you have to learn how to speak ios and ms dos at the same right. time yeah, and exactly. and somehow learn how to communicate to both of both at the same time and make it make sense <laughs> yeah like and actually last night, um, true to form, like a lot of the guys that I play video games with, um, when they're like shoot 'em up games or um, community games, you and I grew up with, oh, I want to go play video games at my friend's house. You go to your friend's house, they have a second controller and they play with you and you're sitting on the couch together, right? Um, and, and now it's like, you can't even be bothered to drive over to your friend's house to go play a video game instead you have to do it online and then you have a lobby and then one of you has the host and then after one of you is hosting the lobby everyone can jump inside and play on their consoles that is too much for me at that point i'm like you know my friend will was like oh just host the lobby sean i'm like i, I turned on the xbox <laughs> like <laughs> I go to the boomer side of right. technology and I'm like, I, I, I pressed A. What does A do? I, I get too frustrated. Um, honestly, I mean, I do play video games. Um, I think the biggest, the biggest jump for me in technology when it comes to video games, I don't do any online Mm -hmm. online playing because I just suck at video games. Um, I just do it for fun mm -hmm. and I get very frustrated and I throw controllers still. So that's a huge issue. I have not overcome that. I don't think I ever will. So I just kind of tread carefully and I just know, you know, not to go all Leroy Jenkins anymore. <laughs> so I just don't play online. But for me, um, and it was during the pandemic, I was like, oh, I want to, I want a new game. You know, I want GTA. I think it was like GTA five is the one that I downloaded or something. I was just mm -hmm. like, I feel like, you know, Stealing cars and mugging people. I mean, and, 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 and and going to hooker bars and you know. <laughs> I never made it that far because I couldn't figure out how to drive the damn car. But anyway, it's neither. Me neither. <laughs> I did eventually figure it out, but um I was never good enough to like outrun anybody or anything like that. But yeah. for me, it was oh my gosh, I did not have to go to the store to hunt for this game. I could yeah. just download it now. And that was like finally, like, okay, mm -hmm. we finally have made it where I don't have to like, ugh, Walmart doesn't have it. Let's see if, you know, Fred Myers or Target or whoever. GameStop, wherever. No, I'm just like, what you got, PlayStation? What's going on? What you got to download? Yeah. Get <laughs> yeah, right. Now, I will say that it took forever to download half these games because I, I bought like a bunch mm -hmm. and downloaded a whole bunch of them. And to be honest with you, I got so bored, like waiting for them to download that there's a few that I've bought and paid for and I never even never even played them so yeah i i totally hear you on that there's that's why i love gold because you pay for a subscription and then um or the playstation whatever playstation has and then like there's a whole lot it's like the netflix version 
of video game consoles. So I could just, if I like it, then I like it. If I don't, then I just delete it out Uh and yeah, move on, you know? Yeah. But I mean, really GTA, you really can't go wrong with that one though. Um, yeah, I did. (laughs) I I tried. I mean, it's great. It's, it's a great story. I mean, you just, you know what? I feel like driving this car today and, oh, I, can't figure out how to get onto that road. So I'm just going to do cookies right here and wait for the cops, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> if you're looking to waste time, it's a good one to waste time. It is a good one to waste time on. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because, um, but I had to get past the tutorial mode and then like, that was difficult for me. Cause I was like, I, I never looked at like a controller. Like it, it, it's like, I, this thing has like a, a attenuator right here, like just a little knob. Right. But it's like, that's just like the one thing and then like a, a little clicky right gta made that 20 other buttons you know <laughs> well i still like and i never looked at my hands in fear so much in my life going like what is so this I interface know, like, this is x and this is a and this is b and or triangle x o whatever it is mm-hmm. on the PlayStation whatever their little thing is, I'm still like, which one is it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? I know. Right. That's what causes me to like throw it across the room. So. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And like, I think the last time you and I played together, we were playing uh, Mario, uh, M- Mario brothers on the Wii. And um, I think you yelled bubble. And you like, <laughs> you jabbed me the bubble and I bubbled. <laughs> oh my gosh. That was bad. I remember that was the last time I actually played that game. Cause I threw the. Yeah, threw you the- did. And oh, we were at like world like, five. Something like that. Yeah. And yeah. I was, I was so frustrated. I was Freaking like, ass. this is ridiculous. And I was, well, I said other words, mm-hmm. I threw it, but I was smart enough to turn around and throw it at the couch. But that literally took, like, I had to physically stop and think for that split second to turn around <laughs> and throw it at the couch and not at the TV because I was like, well, I can't afford a new TV. <laughs> TVs back then were not cheap. <laughs> they're still not cheap. No. Like they're still. You can get like a decent sized TV now for like way less than what we paid back in like you know. 2011. 2000. Yeah. In 2008, yeah, yeah absolutely. Exactly. Like prices have changed considerably. So, um, you know, <laughs> that was it. And I sold that game at a garage sale. I was like, nope, can't have it in my house. It's done. Sold it. Oh my gosh. But I still have the Wii. I still. Oh, have okay. The- I was like, no, oh, not all the. No, 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 no. I have everything. I have the original Nintendo. Yep. I have everything except for your N sixty four. I don't have that. Okay. I think no. I do have the N sixty four. You have the Super Nintendo. I do have my Super Nintendo. Yeah. I have your N sixty four in the house. That's the- it. So yep. I have that, um, which is nice. There's a few doubles I noticed, but um, I see a third baby. Yeah, I don't know who it is. Oh, it's it's Theodore. Oh, that's Theodore. Yeah, that's Theo, and you can see my bed is a giant king size crib because Daisy's <laughs> snoozing. I don't want her to fall off. So. That's true. That's fine though. I mean, that's that's compensating for 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 Daisy. That's yeah. That's awesome. Speaking of pets, um, like before you move to uh to 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 your new home, um. You can tell everybody where I'm at. I think they picked up on that. <laughs> Maybe, but regardless, uh, I didn't. I didn't want to like dox you on that. Um, so Florida, <laughs> uh, good old state of Florida, and it's uh, 
alien alien monsters of creatures that live down there before that um you ran into a hiccup with uh with stray cats and like that was a whole learning experience i had never dealt with before as an adult and i was wanting you to um share uh your experience with that like what like how many cats were were strays how many did you catch like what resources you use and like this, the whole process. Cause there was like neighbors that got in on this, right. To help uh, you out. No, the neighbors actually, so they didn't necessarily help us out in ways of like finances. Oh, right. right. <laughs> um, it was more of like, they would come over and knock on our door. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just kind of something we fell into um, definitely was not something I was seeking out. It was very much a, um, new life skill, I guess, that was unlocked. We moved into a home, not in Florida, um, mm-hmm. in a different state. and, you know, I bought this house sight unseen from 3000 miles away. So I didn't really know like what I was getting into it just, you know, from all the pictures and Google maps and everything, it was in the neighborhood. So, mm-hmm. you know, you don't really know until you move in. Right. Um, and we started noticing stray cats and kittens and kittens everywhere. And Theo is actually our very first. And he was hanging out on my basement wall and I had to walk up and it was probably a good 25 feet from the top down to the bottom. It was pretty significant. And he was Mm -hmm. walking along and this was right before I moved in. Um, that guy I married was sitting in the office. Well, he was actually sitting in the dining room and he was, you know, tele teleworking cause it was 2020. And he looked over and like in the middle of his meeting, like had to run out to go rescue this kitten off of the wall. And so he grabbed him and threw him in the bathroom. And, um, that began our, you know, so there was track down, yeah, down rescuing. So I moved in yeah. about two months later, um, left Seattle and moved in and um noticed cats everywhere and i won't i won't even tell you how it started but it was it was tragic how it started and it was yeah. a total accident but um we i i basically got very very angry and was like we can't live like this there's mm-hmm. no way that we can live like this and then um you know we started beating on doors asking neighbors like what is going on and we got feedback of like Oh, I've been here for 15 years and it's always been like this. I'm like, wait, you've been here for 15 years and you've seen this happen for 15 years and you've done nothing about it. You are the problem. You Mm -hmm. are a huge part of this problem. So I ended up getting networked in with um, a rescue group and I got networked in um, with a really good friend. Um, I didn't know her previous to this. Mm -hmm. I just became friends through chopping and she taught me what she knew. And so began our adventure. We ended up, um, it ended up being 20 cats in two years, just in our colony, just ours. Um, there was other colonies around us, but we didn't have, I didn't have the resources financially to jump Mm -hmm. into those. And also there was, um, another neighbor on the other side who was managing a colony on that side. And then, um, there was a few other cat people around. So it was not really a joint effort by anybody. Mm-hmm. And the one who lived behind me right before I left, I actually had to tell her that she needed to start having the cats clipped their ears clipped and mm-hmm. tipped because we caught one of her cats, took it in and it had already been 
taken care of. It had already been safe. Oh, I see. Cat underwent a procedure that it didn't need to go through because she was not tipping the cats. Mm-hmm. But we had a nice, nice little conversation about that, you know, and just kind mm-hmm. of the right things to do and stuff. But we ended up moving our colony off site um, for their safety. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in the process, we have two that ended up staying with us, Theo being one and then Chaming being another. Mm-hmm. Um, that joined our little crew. So that's kind of our adventure into. So were the, um, the vets, were they sympathetic to the colon, like the, the humanity of um, trying to control animal control as a citizen? Because to me, like I, I mean, not that I see veterans, veterans as, price gougers but i mean for three shots you walk out paying eight hundred dollars you know what i'm saying and it's like i get it there's a practice but at the same time this isn't my problem this is a community problem and i'm faced with that bill like yeah so what we did was i mean there was a couple of different vets that we worked with um Basically, when we were doing it, we were getting the full workup. So everybody was getting a spay or a neuter. Everybody was getting all their vaccines. And then um, if they were kind of passing the vibe check where they could be actually brought into the home to kind of see if they would, you know, are they going to oh, right. have them or are they just straight up street cats? Because mm-hmm. some are just straight up street cats. And you can't do anything about that. Um, we would then pay for extra testing for like FELV and, you know, all of that. So all of it adds up. And so basically you're paying probably about, I think the most we paid was like 140. And okay. so when you do that times 20 cats, mm-hmm. you know, it's expensive, but that was our choice. Mm-hmm. The only thing, no, there is no tax. There's no, there's no break. There's no mm-hmm. break in any of it. Um, we're not an LLC. There was no tax break, you know, um, there was none of that. So it was basically just kind of eating the money. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the greater good, obviously, because, you know, we got our colony down, um, we got it under control and we did a lot of really good work for these, you know, strays that were just kind of booted out there and just repopulating like crazy. Mm-hmm. But the only thing that the vets really kind of worked with us was, Hey, I got a stray. I need to drop it off. And it was any time. So, you know, if I got them, at like the night before, then I would just kind of keep them in the basement or the garage or, you know, basically the basement or the garage. Um, I didn't bring them in the house. And we did that a couple of times. It was a huge mistake. Oh, <laughs> so, no. <laughs> what? Oh, because like they were just like, tr- like, so they will tear up your house tear. and they don't know how to use a litter box. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's just, it was, it was bad. And it took us like, Basically, we had a bathroom downstairs, like a guest bathroom, and I felt like it needed to just—it was bad. Oh <laughs> it, it was awful. Um, trying to get the smell out, but um, yeah. So we just we kind of kept them in like areas that were completely separate from the house that would be easy to clean. But um, anyways, <laughs> I'm gonna let him He's like, I'm hungry, so I'm just gonna open the door a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had it shut because I'm talking and I didn't want to disturb anybody else. But it's all good. Hungry. It's oh almost nine o'clock. Oh my um, gosh. So late. I keep on forgetting like because yeah you're on the East Coast and I'm like I'm like it's five o'clock. I can still go out and hit a store <laughs> and you know get something from I mean, a restaurant. Yeah it's winding down. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean they were like 
you know, we could drop them off first thing in the morning, or if they were still open at night, we could drop them off the night before. But I mean, the dropping off the night before was very, very rare. Mm -hmm. It was just getting up and being at the vets first thing in the morning. Um, and then, you know, basically being on call to pick them up whenever. And then when you get them back from the vet, you can't just like open up the, you know, cage that came in and be like, all right, see you later. You got to wait for them to like come down off their anesthesia <laughs> and be okay. before And heal and things like that. Not really. Um, oh. it's more the anesthesia because, you know, there's other animals out there that are predators. Mm-hmm. So, um, we caught, we caught one of our cats, I think. Three times total. And the third time was the last time we got her off the street. And that was right before we left. Um, but oh, she, yeah. twice. you know, the first time she got spayed and the second time she's an idiot. So <laughs> <laughs> after that, though, she was smart. She knew what was going on. So when we got her off the street for the final time, it literally took an act of Congress and days to get her off the street because she was like, I'm not going in that kennel and you can't make me. So. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, it was an adventure. Um, I'm not networked in with anybody down here. I haven't mm-hmm. seen anything not in my neighborhood. Um, thankfully, I also have not seen any alligators in my neighborhood either. So it's a good thing, <laughs> but um, you know, so it's just, we're just maintaining our foster fails. So right. Um, or foster <laughs> foster gifts, because I mean, like, I mean, it's only two out of, you know, the, the, the two, uh, uh, 20, sorry. Yeah. That, that you went through. Yeah, I mean, those are not, yeah. You know, that's, that's not bad. It's, no, not at all. Yeah, and not worse. it's like when I remember when you were, when you were starting off with that, or when you realized that this thing was happening, um, it made me think about when I first moved to California, let alone, and I live in, uh, the, the Valley and like, just like, um, I don't know if I remember showing like FaceTiming with you with this, but um, the backyard, there was a whole group of just feral cats and um, freaking, uh, you know, I'd let my roommates dogs outside to go potty. They'd run after the group of cats. They'd all scatter as cats do. And then five minutes after the dogs are back inside the house, boom, they're back in the backyard and nobody in the neighborhood knew who who these cats were for you they know? were nobody's cats and there were they nobody's cats cat and they just became outdoor cats mm-hmm. it was yeah, weird i had never cats. seen such a thing like that before in my life and i was just yeah. looking at my roommate going like not my cat's not my problem on one hand but on the other hand i was like this is this is is this california is this how it right. happens and i tell you like from being like being in la for a weekend it's the same way there's just animals that run amok down there too right. um and in street passing so um yeah i was just like really curious and wanting to like have uh, hoping that you would share that story like how that problem arose um what resources you use and like how it all like essentially it seems to me like a a good turnout for those 20 cats Yeah. I mean, we definitely left there with our loose ends tied up. It wasn't, nobody else was, you know, we talked to neighbors because we weren't too sure if we could get number 20 off the street Mm -hmm. just because she was avoiding all traps. Like she was like, no, it's not going to happen. So we did network with um, a neighbor across the street who fell in love with her and wanted to, you know, yeah, I'll go ahead and kind of keep feeding her. But I was like, I don't feel so comfortable just kind of leaving 
Mm -hmm. and her still roaming and what if they decide that they don't want to do it anymore like this cat is used to being fed you know Mm -hmm. and so she's used to she knows her name and she's used to coming and eating every single night at the same time you know so it, it just it did not feel right and so it was kind of it was in her best interest to just go ahead and you know what she's the last one and she's part of the ogs that we initially trapped um the first year that i was there so let's just this is a good way to just kind of be done, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so like it is so coming down to the winter season, which means pumpkin spice lattes. I saw this video. I'll have to TikTok it to you. And by the way, I saw your TikTok of, um, uh, the late, the nurse lady at outside the, um, the pharmacy. And she's like, what are we doing? She's like, like listing, um, drug like over-the-counter drugs and i was like that is that was that store was probably down the street from where i stayed i'm not surprised puerto vallarta yeah no i'm not surprised at all my friend um went to mexico and she said that that's exactly what you do if you need you know an anxiety medications you just make Mm -hmm. an appointment at the pharmacy and then they just you talk to the doctor for like five minutes and they write you a script and you just walk over and there you go and you can come home with a whole year supply so um, I saw that and sent that to you because I was like, okay, what's going on here? <laughs> it's true. That's exactly what, that's exact. that's how the front windows look. We yeah. actually, we stayed in a hotel that like right, right in between that was like, there was two facilities and like right in the middle was a cafe that also right next to it was a vet and there was a dog that lives there. And so every morning we, my, me and Rudy would wake up, we'd go downstairs, we'd rock across the little alleyway. And then there's just this brown eyed, blue eyed dog just looking at us. And I'm like, I really want to pet you, but there's a piece of glass between us. Like, that's just how I noticed Mexico was. And then right next to that was this outside cafe spot. So I'm just like, that's a nice dog. Yeah. It's a nice morning. <laughs> and then right down the road is, you know, Pharmacy. pharmacy that's just not I don't want to say wheeling and dealing but doing their business <laughs> right but you know I know that there's so working in healthcare yeah I know that there are you know Canada's the same way you can drive up there and get t3 if you want you know and mm-hmm. people will come back and be like oh yeah I'm taking t3 and I'm just like who prescribed that oh I went to Canada <laughs> what <laughs> that's about that's about you know, right I was like oh okay well all but right, also that. But also, I remember hearing horror stories, horror stories. I don't want to sound like Canada is like a horrible place, but um, being in the service, like every every Friday, if they were like, who's going up to Canada? Some, you know, potbelly chief would be yelling out and we would just be like, you know, hands up or eh, whatever. And he'd be like, all right, but don't any of you buy any aspirin because that, you know, shit's got um, cocaine in it or something like that. Or like, just I don't know, like. It was like one. I'm sure it's an urban legend, you know. Like someone was like, if you um, if you drink beer, you know, uh, you're gonna have hair on your chest or something like that. Or if you, they're just saying stay out of the pharmacy. And if you yeah, Tylenol, it's probably you know a little extra extra Tylenol. <laughs> you don't want to be popping positive. <laughs> maybe that's a good thing. Like maybe there's a reason why. Like. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I knew I knew about the bus trips. I knew about that, mm-hmm. um, but I just figured. You know, it wasn't until people were like, oh, yeah, this is what I'm getting, you know, and I was like, oh, I thought you were just going up there because the drugs were cheaper, not because you can actually get 
additional things that, you know, obviously some people feel that they need, which is mm-hmm. you know, their prerogative, whatever. Um, but, uh, and then to find out that Mexico is the exact same way and to see the, like, you can gab a pen off the shelf. Really? <laughs> yeah. And even life-saving drugs like um, EpiPens. Yeah. Right off the, like, just right there. Like, hey, I have, you know. uh, uh, I I need, you know. I have shellfish issues, you know, like, and and it's a port city. So guess what? (laughs) Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was really interesting to, you know, hear that that, you know, is actually a thing and that you can come home with, you know, like a year supply or whatever. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I thought that TikTok was interesting. That's why I sent it to you. I was like, holy cats. <laughs> My friend John sent me a video of, uh, of I'll send it to you, but it it's about pumpkin spice lattes. And <laughs> I could stop laughing about it. It's this whole lady just super, super basic. She's like, oh my gosh, like what's, what is pumpkin spice latte in season? He's like, uh, yes, ma'am. She's like, I'll have one of those. Just like full pumpkin spice latte, like a blow job. Like <laughs> it was oh so weird. It's a cartoon. So of course they can get away with the animation right, of it. Right. But I was just like laughing. or like, okay, yeah, I feel seen. <laughs> <'Cause>... <laughs> so like full disclosure, I have not had a pumpkin, pumpkin spice latte in years. Really? I- I drink them so much, like the beginning of like pumpkin spice season, like all the way through, I was like, um, another one walking around. It's not mine. Um, <laughs> you can see him. Not for you. Uh, no, oh, that's you. That's, that's chow. That's chow made. <laughs> Those are the two. <laughs> no, that was Leo. Oh, Leo. Okay. Yeah. Matt's Leo, guy. Theo. We need to come up with like a better. I said that too, but that's his name. Anyways, um, no, I was drinking them and then I stupidly read the ingredients and then I was like, don't yeah, run it for me anymore and haven't been able to do it. But my new love is soy cafe lattes. Love, love, love those. So I've been on that kind of a kick lately. Um, lately, it's been like five years. A soy, a no, bitty soy latte upside down. Macchiato. Macchiatos. You're thinking of macchiato. That's okay. Different. But um, no, the soy cafe lattes is kind of a new thing. And um, I like it. But I also like blonde coffees too, which is surprising. I've, I've never of, had a blonde coffee. Is it just really good? Is it it's just kind of, colored coffee? Like, is it, is it strong no, or is it it's like. Not as, it's not as. So I don't think it's like as pungent mm. and it's not as bitter. Mm-hmm. At least in my opinion, but my taste is completely skewed, so <laughs> I could be completely wrong. Well, I mean, the the, the bet. So I learned overseas in uh, Turkey that if you have um, bitter or considered burnt coffee, um, add salt. Oh, that's a good idea. I didn't know it that. Worked, though. It did. Really? It worked for me. Sometimes I get so angry when I spend all this money on a coffee and then I like take a drink and it's burnt and I'm like, what the fork? Like, so it's just a little, just a little of salt and let that, I'll let you know, I'll let you know dissolve. if I end up with a burnt coffee this week. Cause I'm flying out on Monday. I'm headed to, you know, Starbucks, of course, for mm-hmm. my Tuesday morning coffee. So I'll let you know if they mess it up, I'll be like, okay, um, 
yeah. try the soundtrack. And if it doesn't work, then I'll be like, you're a liar. Not so. So when I'm saying like a little bit, I don't mean like, you know, that little package of salt that I don't know if they still serve at McDonald's. I haven't been to a McDonald's like in my whole thirties. Like it's been one of those things. But like, you know, the little packs, I'm not yeah. saying like a little bit of that, like that's how much salt you put in. Just there's enough to kind of kill it. And then, yeah, apparently salt does that. I was just like, that is amazing. I, I had no idea. It. I mean, either way, it's going to be thrown in the garbage. So I either try <laughs> it with the salt or I'm just like cursing that my coffee is burnt and I throw it away, you know? Cursing that your coffee's burnt. They had one job. Your brother lied to you. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and in turn, that guy from Turkey also lied to me. So. Right. Yeah. It's all a giant lie. Across, across the year, across the world lie. <laughs> yeah. I've been like, I've been like really sucked into uh, this whole year. Like for, I know that you watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians. That's like your show. For me, yeah. it's like, it's been a rotation of, um, Star Trek, Star Wars, Star Trek, Star Wars, Star Trek, Star Wars. And I'm, I don't know. Have you watched like the, um, the more recent Star Wars stuff? So I watched, oh, what's the one with the baby Yoda? Mandalorian. That. That one. <laughs> I need to rewatch the end yeah. of that last season episode because I got distracted during the middle of it. I think mm -hmm. I just watched too much at one time and I just kind of got like, I don't know. I need to go back and rewatch the end of that. Definitely before the new season comes out. Um, I saw that Andor came out. I have not yeah. watched that. And then I watched the first episode of, oh, who's that dude? Boba Fett. No, no, no. Oh. Oh, Obi-Wan? I saw. Yes. So I did see Boba Fett. Isn't Boba Fett the baby Yoda one anyways? Isn't that um, well, so a lot of our, a lot of us, the fans uh, kind of got upset with like the last, I got upset with the last three episodes. And why is because the, the two from the, the last one and then the two before it, we're all man like that's a man those are two mandalorian episodes they had nothing oh, to do with right. boba fett nope, you're right you're right okay so yes yeah mandalorian yes boba fett yes i liked boba fett i know a lot of people did not but i actually liked it i liked um, it until the end I, you know i guess it didn't really like have that big of an effect on me it was oh. okay i didn't understand like why like wait what are we doing but it was yeah like, me neither like that's why no, i was like well this like is like two hours of my life i'm never gonna get back again right no 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 um <clears throat> it'd be I, like it'd be like watching uh, a kardashian season and then you get like two episodes of um real housewives yeah <laughs> and then you get the last episode and it's and the like, real housewives and Kardashians meet at in. some yeah. nope, I get reality that. TV yeah. show convention. Right. You're like, why? Yeah. <laughs> I guess to me, I just didn't, it didn't bother me, I guess. Um, yeah. Obi-Wan, I oh. watched the first episode and I was like, Ooh, this is really good. It's really but my good. My house wasn't in this vibe of like watching it. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, I'll just have to watch it some other time on my own. And I just have never gotten around to on my own yet. Mm -hmm. um, and I have not started Andor yet, but I did see that it was on there and it is in my like, Ooh, I really need to watch that. I think that the thing for me is that like, I kind of summer is my jam. So yeah. like, I love summer. I love being outside. I love soaking up the rays, but I think a lot of it is from like living in the Northwest for so long, the Pacific Northwest to be exact. 
um, for so long that like when it's sunny, you're outside, you don't go inside, you don't do anything, you don't watch TV, you mm-hmm. just are outside. That's your existence. And then you save up everything for winter because you know that it's going to be long and you're going to mm-hmm. be stuck inside. And I'm not really a let's go get wet, hang out in the mud kind of a person. It's not mm-hmm. my jam. I'd rather be warm and comfortable. Um, and so watch TV in the winter, you know, that's just what we did. Um, not saying that we didn't go out at all during winter. We did, right. obviously, but I mean, it was not really kind of, oh, it's raining five inches today. Let's go play in the Olympics. <laughs> no, no. Especially um, with that river, that river going down the, the hill from our house. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like puddling and hey, God forbid. We'll be fine. <laughs> right? Not, for- yeah, it's not my thing. I'd rather sit inside where I'm comfortable and just, you know, chill out. Um, so since I've been down here and I've only been down here for a few months, um, and just letting everybody know this is just a pit stop on life. Yeah. It is what it is. Who knows? Um, but, uh, and I don't, I don't play into like any of like the straight across, like not, we're not talking politics at all because Mm -hmm. it's just not, it's just not my thing. Yeah. Me neither. Uh, yeah, and it's just not worth it. Um, it is with like if we were not online, I would mm-hmm. age, but I don't want to now. But um, it's just uh, very different down here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll just say that, girl. But, um, it, so getting back to TV, so I've been like you know trying to like bank up like okay, TV winter is coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had winter is like, coming two days ago, and it was cold. It was cold. Okay, I'm not not going to lie. It was cold, but it was like a fall day cold. So oh, okay. else, in America, it would be a fall day cold down here. It was, today was cold. a fall day. Today was yeah. probably the first fall day that I've had in California. It was, it was very, very chill. Today was the first day that we got back up into the eighties, which felt nice. Um, yeah. it felt like a spring day back home. So, you know, mm-hmm. it was nice. We actually cleaned out the garage. So, um, you know, mostly because we weren't sweating to death and about to pass out from the heat humidity. So, mm-hmm. uh, I think that there's going to be a shift where it's going to be summer is where I hang out inside because <laughs> it's too hot. <laughs> yeah. And winter's going to be more of my outside time. So um, I think the snowbirds have it right. <laughs> I have, I think so too, because like I, especially the snowbirds, because like I, I feel like I'm more active in the winter than I am in the summer because it's just too stupid hot here in right. the valley. Yeah, it's very hot. Yeah. And it's like, I, I had to like, the most difficult thing for me is uh, like in the afternoon. Well, one, there's not enough sunlight in the winter to do anything on the bookend. So that shifts to the center of my schedule where, um, you know, taking the dog out, getting our walks in, things like that is in the center. Whereas like in the summertime, it's on the bookends instead. And then like getting used to that first, like maybe maybe five months and then going back to this thing it's like that two months in between that like shifting that schedule around is really difficult for me and i i totally agree like um there's some things that i plan for like the winter time to carry me through but then there's like other things where i'm like this no no no, i'm going along with it i can't i can't i'm too invested at this point you know like i watch people on youtube you know that um uh, talk about these TV shows as they come out on a weekly basis. So I can't just run the, you know, yeah, oops, there's, if, 
I get yeah. that. There's a lot of, um, there was something that, you know, showed up on Twitter like three days ago and it was a docuseries frontline on PBS. Right. I, okay. you and I talked about it earlier today mm-hmm. and, um, I was like, Oh, I really need to watch that, but I can't join the conversation now because that was three days ago. Well, three days ago, I wasn't in a place to even have that discussion. You mm-hmm. know, like, I hadn't seen it. Yeah. Um, and I finally saw it and I was like, well, I kind of late to the party you know, everybody else has already talked about it. So I don't want to bring it back up, but true. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, so I guess for shows, I have not started Andor yet. I've seen one episode of Obi-Wan. Um, I didn't think that episode was bad. I actually was pretty like, Oh, okay. I can get on board with this. Like, it looks like it's going to be good. You know, wouldn't mind seeing it. I'm kind of wondering when the next season of Mandalorian is coming out though. Cause it seems like it's been a year. It's been yeah, it has been a year because they they saw they did season two and then they did Boba Fett and then uh, Obi Wan and then um, Andor. Andor. So maybe Mandalorian's coming up. I'm not sure, but um, I'm know. I'm curious. I mean, at this point, if they uh, if they dropped Mandalorian and just rolled with Boba Fett 2.0, that may that would make yeah. way more sense than. Then continuing on with continuing it. on, you know, yeah, because true. they've they've bled into each other. But um, I don't expect an Obi Wan season two. I like I like this. I like season one. It stands up, and the biggest joke in the community is like um, how old the kids are, right? Luke and Leia. Mm-hmm. They're like I think they're like eight years old, or they're supposed to be ten or something like that. But anyway, when New Hope kicks off, they're supposed to be like you know, young adults. Right? right. And I'm like, damn, that desert did what to Obi-Wan Kenobi? Cause we got Ewan McGregor yeah. and then yeah. Alec Guinness. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. I thought that was kind of interesting too. Cause I was like, Ooh, he did not age well in that sun. <laughs> nope. Nope. But, yeah. um, a little tidbit, um, Alex Guinness's, um, granddaughter is in Andor. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Little family yeah. reunion there. Yeah. I so, didn't know that until I looked at the cast. I was like, like, <laughs> I will say I still, even though we talked about this, like, I think it's been a week. I still Maybe. have not finished the end of um, Picard. I'm still haven't finished the end episode. What was that season two that I said? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm still I have like 20 minutes left. So here's the issue. Like, I was like, oh, I'll just watch it while I'm in my room because nobody else likes this show. I do. I'm the only one. So I'm the one. We were raised on be, right. learning how to be nerd bilingual. I don't have to sit here and have to explain everything to everybody else. I'm like, listen, like y'all had STNG. You could have been catching up, but mm-hmm. you didn't. And I don't have, like, I don't want to sit here and explain it all to you. You have so. seven months. You have seven seasons that you could cram in one week. <laughs> <laughs> we so had to wait that we had to wait in real time. Yeah. I'm like, I don't really want to. I don't want to tell all the storylines because no, I just don't want to. So let me just watch my show in peace. Um, Mm -hmm. Anyways, for some reason I cannot log in on my TV in my room to Paramount. So I'm like, but I can't out in the living room. So uh, first world problem, let me tell you. So I just have not finished the show either. It wraps up. I will say that Picard season two wrapped up really well that I, I cried. I, I, Star Trek, I don't know, like the the more recent Star Treks, there's like episodes where I well up and I'm like, <laughs> you know, <Okay>. like, <laughs> yeah, I, no, I'm not okay. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I 
Like it was something as, as simple as um, I know you have a scene. Wait, I don't know if I know, but I think we've talked about discovery and there was like on season three or two, no three. Cause they are four seasons deep uh, season three, where one of the characters who's been like a ghost, right? Like a, a voice in the other character's head because they're uh, symbiotic. Um, they go onto a planet and when they walk into the to the scene, they're they're re seen as other aliens, right? Um, and out of the at the very end is the character that this uh, that this person's been talking to alone, and he's just like, all I've ever wanted to be is seen. And then everyone finally gets to see him, and here's me going like this. He's been seen. Like I'm just like Snuffleupagus drama. Yes, it was like classic Snuffleupagus. Like yes, and I'm over here going like this. That was huge when I was a kid because Snuffy was um, Big Bird's um, Bird's imaginary friend. mm -hmm. And then you know he was no, he's real. Everybody's seeing him. But let me tell you, there was like seasons where Snuffy was not real. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, by the way, did you ever have a, I never asked you, asked you this, but did you ever have an imaginary friend? I did. I know you did. Uh, (laughs) Beepers, beepers, beepers. Beepers. Yep. I remember that. I used to have to hold beepers hand for you. Yeah. Well, you know, he did across streets. Okay. (laughs) That's why Bing Bong like resonates for me as a character in Inside Out because like he like he disappears and like you know he's like yeah. forgotten in time and here's me going like not you beeper like <laughs> I still remember so every time I see like a Muppets or something it reminds me of you when you were little I'm like yeah because oh. <laughs> of Beaker and Bunsen yeah yeah, yeah. um yep. so Discovery we watched that together the very first season remember because mm-hmm. I couldn't see the TV and I'm like what are they saying and I'm having to translate Klingon. <laughs> yeah, good times. Um, <laughs> I have glasses. I wear them all the time. And I got a bigger TV. <laughs> so I can say. No, we're definitely not getting into our old age, too. You know, like, shit. At work, I don't know if you do this at work, but, like, I scroll the font to get bigger on my screen. So that yeah, 12 point so many different boxes. I can't do that. I'm literally um, like this. What does it say? <laughs> yeah. Right. I used to be like this. And then I realized like, that's probably not good for my eyes because I forget to blink. And <laughs> yeah, that's so weird to say. I forget to blink. <laughs> I forget to breathe sometimes. I'm like sitting there holding my breath and I'll be like, <gasps> <laughs> you okay. Yeah. I totally just forgot to breathe. No, I just died for five seconds. <laughs> yeah um so back to discovery i remember season one with you mm-hmm. i think i watched part of season two or maybe all of season two i don't really remember it i don't even like i think it just had too much going on that i just mm-hmm. is not sticking in my head um so i don't really remember it i would probably have to go back and rewatch season two um if i were to jump into season three right now i have no idea what's going on yeah and if there's a season four i am so far behind like it was good. I remember it being good. Um, I just don't, I just didn't stick with it. I think there was other things going on that just kind of took up my time. I feel like uh, for Discovery, um, season one set up like where we're at in time. Season two 
I think, tried to blueprint it. You know, like, this is what the show is. Like, we're figuring it out. And then um, season three um, and four really solidified what that show is. So... I'm wondering how long they're going to keep that on if it's going to continue going. Or I hope so. I hope the typical seven year or seven seasons. Yeah. I really want. I don't think that Picard will go that long. I think maybe one this more is the season. last one. Yeah, he's I doing three seasons and he's out. Yeah. yeah, I didn't figure it would be too many. To be honest, with um, you. they they did a uh a like season premiere thing. They brought the whole cast back in mm-hmm. from TNG days. They've got the residual cast from season one and two back as well. And um, the antagonist, I'm saying antagonist because, and I'm, I'm kind of worrisome of like how they're going to pull this off, but I also trust like they're going to convolute something is um, Professor Moriarty. Oh, no kidding. Is coming, is coming back to season three. They had like the actor yeah. kind of dip in and, it was weird because I was sitting there going like, wait a minute, the Enterprise blew up back in like 98, 97. And he was a hologram on that computer. And that thing like went down. Like we all saw that sh- go down and it's been over 20 years. And how did he survive? Like, I really want to know how this happened. What magic voodoo is going on here? I I don't know. TV, you're not supposed to question it. <laughs> Do whatever you want. Right. Yeah, exactly. That so, makes sense. <laughs> well, at least, at least makes some kind of sense. Uh, something that I can follow easily. I, I have, I've gotten to that place where I like, I have to follow it. Don't get too crazy, I guess is <laughs> where I'm at. Like, you know, I'll, I'll go along with you, but I'm not that gullible anymore. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. I need something a little bit more. Um, well, so, I definitely need to finish Picard before. When does season three come out? Do you know? Next year. Oh, okay. So I have time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I have 20 minutes left. <laughs> yeah, right. And uh, that last 20 minutes, like I, I was feeling it. I was feeling the last 20 minutes of, of Picard too, where I was just like, shit, you know, like this is, this is good. Like they're wrapping up things that I didn't realize were wrappable. Like, well, you know what I mean? I- no, yeah, I totally get it. And I'm already kind of in that process of they're wrapping it up. So um, like I started that whole process, which I kind of figured that they would. I didn't figure that they would like leave too many loose ends. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, they're going to leave something a little bit like, you know, to hook you in for the next season. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to, well, I need to sit down and just finish it. I do. I just need to do that. Make some time. Just do it. And just be like, I'm taking the living room TV for 20 minutes. <laughs> I need, I need Star Trek, and I also need to um, catch up with our extended family, the Kardashians. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe then, when y'all are like, you know, texting me and stuff, and you're talking about it, I could be like, oh, I can join this conversation instead of muting everybody. <laughs> yep. Actually, I've had to move that conversation off to a whole other text thread. <laughs> Yeah, because I was getting kind of yeah. a little annoyed. I was. Like, I, I was annoying myself <laughs> when you said you were annoying. I was like, you were annoyed. I was like, oh shoot, that's right. Yeah, like stop talking about it. Sorry, <laughs> I was really excited. All right, let's get into never have I ever and a what if. Okay. Um. Oh shoot. Okay. Uh, not that Wait. one. Is this never have I ever, like, you're going to ask me a question and I have to say you never, wait, 
tell me how this works because I kind okay. of feel like I already know all my never have I ever. So I don't think that I've, I'm not a very closed book person. So. Uh, me neither. Um, which is why <laughs> this is perfect, but, um, never have I ever is, uh, either you have, if you have tell a story about it or tell your, tell your antidote about it. If you have it, it's fine. <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm not going to make something up. <laughs> right. Um, okay. So what if you receive an email that someone from Africa wants to transfer millions of dollars into your account. Have what I ever you, received one of those? Have I? I've never. I've oh, never I had. Have, but this was like the dawn of AOL. So you have to remember that you were still a kid. Yep. I don't know if people know how many years difference there is between nope. us. <laughs> but only, only, only three years. Only a three-year difference between <laughs> my sister and I. Yeah, if you go by my, you know, what I identify as age-wise, yes. But no, in reality, there's a considerable difference. And the, you know, the Starbucks lady who thinks that we're married to each other, which is weird. Yeah, that was weird. (laughs) That was so weird, right? Like, seriously weird. Like, we look the same. Almost. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we kind of talk the same. Right? Okay, weirdo. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. Um... No, this is like the dawn of AOL. So yes, that has happened. Um, and it, it used to be like prevalent. Through I always like- thought that was like one of those like, I always thought that the uh, the the African prince email was like a Nigerian, a, it's a, Nigerian. Or a Nigerian or whoever. Yeah, um, I'm saying African because it's like they're on the card. But like uh, the, the, the prince email, like I will transfer you 1 million rupees and you just hold it in your account, then yeah. I always thought that was like that one email and then it turned into a, um, what do you call it? A, uh, a, a urban legend. Oh yeah. You no, know? that's actually real, but you know, um, no, I mean, I was young enough that I knew better than to, you know, reply to spam or anything, but there was, and still is because I can't believe that people still let this happen to them. And I hear it on podcasts, like true crime all the time mm-hmm. um, about these, you know, women that are still, yeah, okay, I'll go ahead and, you know, send me the five grand or I watch, um, well, I see it on TikTok, which I didn't know that it was actually YouTube channels where they actually, and I don't know if you've ever seen it, but I'm totally infatuated with this um, for weird reasons. I don't, don't ask. Okay. I don't know what's going on in my brain. Shazophrenia. But- <laughs> I saw it on TikTok and I was like, there's no way that this is actually a YouTube like thing that people actually do this. They obviously like people will call in. So it's not just the email scamming anymore. It's like the calling in. Oh yeah. 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 That way. And then they sit there on the phone and they clock how long they can keep the ruse up. And before the person, you know, gets frustrated, who's trying to do the scamming and, you know, and it's just, to me, it's hysterical. It's absolutely hysterical because, you know, these people that are calling in trying to scam people are losing their shit. <laughs> right. Because that time is money just, to them. People yeah. Still it, people still fall for it. And it is, unfortunately, it's our parents' generation because, you know, the older generations are now kind of dying off, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's now our parents' generation is the old generation. And, you know, it's that they're the targets, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I just hope that, you know, I don't know, somebody is kind of keeping an eye out. Yeah. Yeah, know. absolutely. It's like the old classic, um, what do you call yeah. it? The, the M- well, they weren't MLMs. They weren't called MLMs back then, but they were MLMs, but it was, scheme. it's a pyramid scheme, the pyramid schemes that they used to do like the dollar and a MLM envelope. Kind of. Yeah. It's kind of the same 
that was like grandma's thing. Yeah. Generation. And then uh, the the phone heist people are happening now for our parents. And then right. who knows what we're going to get. You know? right. I think that all of us are pretty, I would like to say pretty smart about, you know, yeah. you know that's spam. We just chuck it. Like I don't, there's no Nigerian prince that's going to marry me and give me a billion dollars. However, <laughs> however, there is that TV show, um, Nayade Fiance, where um, that one lady was dating a guy and um, she was like, he's like, oh yeah, I'm going to be a hip hop artist. And uh, she's like, she's totally sold on the dream, which like, great, awesome, support your local artist. But not local. I think she was from like Oklahoma or someplace like that. And like, he's from a whole other country on the whole other side of the pond and freaking she's, she's funding him. She's just, yeah. you know, at the end of the day. But that's and- just, I think that just has low self-esteem. Like it has to be because I, I don't understand. I've Neither. watched, I would say probably, I'm not going to lie. I got hooked into like five seasons of night of day fiance. Me too. But this is the whole, like, I'm moving. There's nothing else to watch. People are like, Oh, have you seen that day fiance? No. What is this train wreck you're talking about? Let me, mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. The next thing you know, hook, line and sinker, mm-hmm. like, you know, five seasons in, um, then I moved and I got to the new place and was like, yeah, I don't have time for that. <laughs> and so I just never picked it back up, but yeah. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what goes through people's minds. I really don't. It's probably the same thing that goes through the people that, you know, answer the scam phone calls. Kind of like my favorite is the, um, the IRS. Oh yeah. That happened to me. You got a warrant out for your, for uh, your arrest. Mm-hmm. It's the IRS, And I'm like, well, come to the damn door. I mean, at this point, I'd rather just go sit in jail to pay off my, my taxes than actually pay my taxes. Cause damn, <laughs> Not really, because I don't want to go to jail, but. <laughs> you know, your boy would bail you out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> y'all pranked me. Yeah. Oh my God, you guys pranked me so hard. That was good. Um, I actually have that saved because I saved it to, to to Snapchat. Yeah. And the at first we called that guy I married <laughs> and um, it was my sister, mm-hmm. or, well, our sister, right. and um, he hung up on her. <laughs> he didn't even he was like nope and he hung up <laughs> and then you were on speakerphone so we called you next because mm-hmm. we were like okay that that wasn't fun you know like he didn't <laughs> that was not the reaction we wanted along. like i mean he didn't bother playing along i think he just knows us too well so we called you next yeah and at this point because she had practiced so mm-hmm. she was a little bit better you know at the whole story and we kind of worked out a few kinks so called you next and <laughs> i'm in the hangar by the way at my job at vfa25 and i have my phone on me and i'm doing um paperwork on an aircraft discrepancy book just making sure that the documentation was correct in it and it's a hot summer day and my phone rings and it's a phone number that i've never seen before and so I answered it and it's on speakerphone because I'm still reading documents with both my hands and listening. And it was a pretty, it's a Friday. So flight schedule's over with. We're just trying to wrap up and go home. And then this phone call happens. Yeah, it was. But it, I mean, honestly, of all the pranks that we've played on you, that was probably our best. That was probably <laughs> our best work. Um so you're on speakerphone and she's like hysterical. Like, I don't know where Sandy is. She left me. And I'm just like, 
bitch run faster <laughs> like i don't know what to say like which by the way in real life that would make a lot of sense i'm out <laughs> i'm not sticking around i don't give a shit i'm out <laughs> i'm no done so um yeah so she she you know ends up going to jail was the whole thing and it was the king county courthouse <laughs> Which that recording alone was just pure gold that we even found that. But, um, you know, doing that and then you literally are like getting a hold of me and you're like sending me a text. I still have the picture with like who to call, how much is bail money, how much money you have that you could put towards bail. Where the hell am I? (laughs) (laughs) And I was just like, well, I thought she was behind me. (laughs) Like. Well, I'm thinking between you and Sherry, uh, freaking, I know that you're going to jump a fence line at her. She's going to have to like run around the block to catch up to you. You know what I mean? Like I'm straight up like, yeah, in my head. I'm like, that makes sense. Like, I don't know why that makes sense, but that makes sense. <laughs> when in a pinch, you and I can jump the fence lines. <laughs> yeah. We'll be like, we're out. We're like Olympic short. I don't know. Like. Athletes. We're both medalists at this point. Right. You're gone. <laughs> um, oh yeah, but it was the hardest part though was like watching her and the dramatics yeah. and like how she was like channeling her inner like crazy. And I'm sitting here trying not to laugh because I'm I'm literally snapping this whole thing as it goes down, and I'm trying so hard not to laugh so that you don't hear me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was that was probably some of our best. best <laughs> that was your days. best work. Yeah. <laughs> what if you are eventually di- we'll grow up one day? Not right now. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. What are you? Uh, what if you are dancing at a club and other patrons start tuck, tucking small bills into your underpants? Oh well, then shit. I mean, I'm just gonna keep going because I'm getting paid. Yeah, that's what I, thought. <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> I was like, um, I've never been paid whilst dancing at a club, but yeah, um, neither have I. I mean, twenty years ago, I would be like, oh, hey, lucrative business. But at my age now, I'd be like, well, shit. <laughs> Guess I still have it. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd be more flattered now. <laughs> what if the yacht you just bought tips over while you were on the toilet? Okay. Well, I don't do boats. So. <laughs> well, if I had a yacht, um, I would, uh, I, you know, there's actually a movie that starts off that way. Like the, the, sh- the boats capsize and he's like, and that's living- why I don't get on boats. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had that personal problem. Poseidon, isn't it the Poseidon adventure? Well, that's where the one boat completely flips all the way upside down. And then they're trying to get out of the boat, but they're like upside down trying to get out. Yeah. That's and one of them. Like, that's like a, that's a good, scary movie. Um, but that was like the original one, not mm-hmm. the remake one, like the OG one. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I think it was like the seventies or early eighties. I was yeah. a kid in the eighties when I saw it. So, and I was, I was uh like in my, I was like maybe 11 when I saw that 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 one too because I don't think the the remake was done yet. No, I think that that's like a two. So maybe I saw the yeah, maybe I saw the OG one that's too. The out of me. I was like, yeah, no, thank you. Right? Like I still to this day have um 
have memories of a of a movie. I don't remember what it was about, but I do remember that there was a whole bunch of people that were in like this hotel. It was like a skyscraper and oh, um, Dante's Inferno. Is that what it's called? Well, all I remember is uh, everyone's watching the television. We're down in the basement of our um, home and uh, surround sound and all that stuff's going on. But then like the elevators, like people went into the elevators, went allegedly down that elevator came back up and everybody was on fire and was running out of the elevator I'm like, into the lobby i don't I remember dante's inferno i want to say that that's what it is but i also don't want to be like wrong right yeah i don't know either but i remember that scene and i was a really little kid back then and i was sitting here going like this that that was scary i wasn't even 10 years old yet Maybe I should put, you know, you and I grew up very differently. <laughs> and my first because horror like, film was with you're you. Like, at 10, you're like, that was very scary. And I'm like, by 10, I had seen like all the Jason movies, mm -hmm. all the Freddy Krueger movies, which by the way, if you watch Freddy Krueger, the OG, like way back from the 80s through, mm -hmm. they're hysterical. I'm yeah. just like, I can't believe that that scared the crap out of me as a kid. But right. Um, no, maybe it's not that. I don't know. We're going to have to like dig deep because what I'm seeing. My first scary movie was I Know What You Did Last Summer. And that was with you. That's so good. Oh, yeah. You're welcome. I remember um, that. And shortly <laughs> after watching that movie, you're like, oh, hey, I forgot something in the in the van. Can you go out to the garage and go get it? And I'm like, yeah, no, I need to desensitize. Like, <laughs> I don't even know what desensitizing was. <laughs> So that's funny that you brought that movie up because that was actually, I just talked to my kid about that, the yeah. youngest, um, who's also an adult, but um, talked to her about it. And we were talking about how um, that was my first like young adult book that I'd ever read. Oh. And Honestly, so when I was a kid, I didn't know about young adult books. It was either you had kids' books or you had adult books. There was right. no young adult section at the base library. There was no young adult section in the exchange. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a thing. And so when I moved to the States, all of a sudden there was this young adult section. So that's when I like discovered all the R.L. Stein books. Mm -hmm. And then I found I Know What You Did Last Summer. And I read that book probably like in a couple of hours. I read that whole thing. And so then when the movie came out, I was like, oh, we got to go see this. And that movie scared the crap out of me, like the very beginning. And I even yeah. read the book and it scared the crap out of me. But I was like, yep, you got to go see this movie. Because to me, and keep in mind, I'm not your parent. True. Um, to me, that was a lot less traumatic for a mm -hmm. scary movie than being allowed to watch half the crap our parents let us Demons watch. Demons and Jason and. Right. So yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like you were not raised that way. I was. So I was careful, apparently maybe a little too much with that one because, um, poltergeist scared the crap out of her. <laughs> I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you did last summer. We actually just had a conversation about that. And she was like, Oh, that was a really good movie, but it scared the crap out of me when I was a kid. And I'm still sitting here like, what? Like, well, yeah. I mean, I think it was, um, uh, isn't Sarah Michelle Geller in that? Yeah, 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 yeah. The part where she's like tucked in and then he's just yeah, going at her. Never, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's such a good book. The book is a good, and I I'll actually have to read it because I didn't know it was a book. 
Mm-hmm. It's a quick read. Yeah, okay. it's really good. It's just you know a teen, a teen yeah. book, a teen adult. Yeah, it's good. It was it was nice to be like, oh, okay. There's actually a section that I can read that you know nice. is quick, fast, and I kind of was like, where's this been this entire time? I probably would have read more books. When I think of like young adult, uh, or young, yeah, young adult books, I think of like books like The Giver, Lord of the mm-hmm. Flies, and um. Well, I mean, a lot of the uh, new wave dystopian books that came out most recently, um, the even series, yeah, yeah, Twilight, Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, like all those books, those those YL books are are like what I think of. But like for me specifically, I thought like um, even something like uh, Narnia was a YL book. You know what I mean? Like it 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 had those kinds of themes, but it wasn't exactly. In- exclusively while so yeah like hmm. i'll have to look into never ha- uh i know what you did last summer because i didn't even know it was a book i never got that far into it i just thought it was in a whole group of uh slasher films like scream you no, know it was actually a book and um it was nice to see it brought to life on the screen mm-hmm. and i would have to say that it followed it followed pretty close like it wasn't i wasn't disappointed i mean i was glad that i always the book is always going to be better yeah i was glad i had read the book before i saw the movie so i was glad that it wasn't you know done in reverse Mm -hmm. um so it was it was nice yeah nice yeah have you gotten to uh reading mash i already finished it so how do you like that book vice the movie because you and i grew up on the movie so i noticed yeah but then reading the book so many years later Having seen the movie before, also there's a few episodes that are actually kind of intertwined into it. I told the you that. The football scene, the football one, mm-hmm. um, and the dentist part, I actually kind of just, I didn't read it, like, mm-hmm. I didn't read it, like, word for word. I just kind of, like... We know where this is going. And then just kept flipping pages, flipping pages, until it got past it. Because I already knew, basically, they took they took a huge part of the movie. Mm-hmm. And wrote it almost word for word out of like three chapters. Yeah. And turned it into an hour and a half. And so um, it was, it was, wow. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm glad I read it. I don't, I'm, I'm not going to read it again. It was kind of a one and done thing. Um, mm-hmm. But I feel like I've seen the movie and I've seen the show so many times that I, I kind of, it was a little lackluster to me, to be honest with you. Because I was oh, the book? Yeah. I was really more oh instead of identical yeah so that's kind of I, I felt like i was just reading the episodes yeah to me it just i was like all right i mean i took it to the pool and like read it and was like mm, all right next i thought that the- was actually oh no what's I, up no it's okay i always make a goal every year to read three books mm-hmm. life is busy that's all i have time for that's all i've had time for for five six years now Mm-hmm. Um, that was book number one for this year that I actually completed. I'm in the middle of two other books, like halfway through, and I've been reading them for a year now. Yeah. Um, both of them. And then I finished um, Jeanette McCurdy's um, Glad My Mom Died book. Oh, that's a hot book. And did you have you read it? No. But so, I've heard so well. One, I know the I know the actress you're talking about. I know the crap that she went through, right. and so like getting our generation's mommy dearest is 
is very interesting to actually live through because I've heard about Mommy Dearest. I know about Joan Crawford. I know about her daughter. But like at the same time, I'm sitting here going like this. I think that if you have any kind of parental alienation happening, Mm -hmm. narcissistic parents, stuff like that, you're definitely going to relate to it on a level. Mm -hmm. Don't try to compare your trauma with someone else's. Right. Because, and that was something that was hard for me because immediately I was just like, I was reading it and there was a few horrifying parts in there that I was just like, what the hell? Like, are you kidding me? Um, Moments. Mm -hmm. But when I was talking to my girls about it, I literally was like, that was bad. But let me tell you, her mom was a pussycat compared to someone else I know. Mm-hmm. And someone else I know would have eaten her up and chewed her, like spit her out for lunch. Like mm-hmm. there are other people out there that have done like awful, awful things. And I'm not trying to discredit or say that what she went through was not awful. It absolutely 100% mm-hmm. was. But I've witnessed firsthand other things that other people have done that are just like, there's no yeah. end. There's no end. So I understand. I understand how she felt. I understand. Um, you know, the title of her book, I understood like all of, I, she was justified hundred percent all the way down line. hundred yeah. percent. Um, it was, it was a fast read. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It really was like read it in like a day. I think we all read it pretty fast because we did like a little book club afterwards. Um, so we did that every time we do this, I think of Joey from friends Oh yeah. <laughs> 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 or, um, this from uh fifth element <laughs> this i haven't seen that movie in a long time oh yeah but, um yeah anyways it was a really good book it was that was number two okay. um and i just kind of trudging through the other two books that i'm halfway through i'm halfway through both of them so okay just, i read dante's inferno that was earlier this year so then and- you would know if that was the same movie it's not is it so dante's inferno is no, not 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 your Dante's Inferno, but Dante Inferno. The uh, the the author Dante, his oh, his story right. Inferno. No, 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 not the other Dante Inferno. No, no, no. Um, it's like, dude, Inf- we just talked about this. <laughs> Inferno by Dante, I should say. Um, uh, I went through that. It's uh, it's supposed to, it's a part of a trilogy, I guess. I didn't I didn't know that, but um, yeah, I, I went through that. It was a really cool uh experience to read a epic poem story and um the allegory of uh christianity um and the the turn of the century there that was happening and uh age of enlightenment practically and then um i'm halfway through a uh series of edgar Allan poe stories because oh, i'd that. never done ea poe before i i've oh, read really? like yeah i've i've like i know a couple poems by hand but like that's that's it i don't know any of his like stories so, so. he was actually required reading for me when i was in high school and um, oh. that's how i was introduced to poe and fun fact there's actually a poe museum in richmond virginia so i haven't been yet it's yes on my list. i keep seeing it and i'm like every time i go into town i'm like i should really stop by there <laughs> did you know that ea poe is a unsolved mystery no yeah, so we don't know how he died. He was found in a gutter um, during an election season. because and, and people think that he got scooped up and then was shuffled around between, uh, uh, um, what do you call it? Um, well, between the states, but like 
they would register him as as different people in different counties and then they would force him to vote for um their candidate and when they were done with him they murked him you know and no one knows who it was how he got caught or got caught by those people and yeah so unsolved mystery ea poe one of our great um uh literary literary peeps i had no idea that's like something from school that was never brought up oh god no. i i would feel like that would be like the first thing like, we need to talk about great yeah, author like, no one knows how he died really happened to him. yeah no, no yeah i never heard about that either it was you know read these poems and then write an essay i think i still have the essay <laughs> <laughs> got an a <laughs> i i can only sing um annabelle lee with stevie nicks that's like that's the only cool trick i've got up my sleeve <laughs> Here's our shower thought. It's much harder to find your phone when you live alone. No, I don't think so. So maybe pre like Apple watch days. Yeah. Oh, I don't have one. Okay. Well, I can just. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know how many times I lose my phone. I don't know where I dinged it twice before you even called. Like, <laughs> I was like, where's my phone? And I just swiped up and hit the thing and it echoed out. And I was like, there it is. That's right. It's over here by the TV or, Oh, it's buried under 10 pillows on my bed. Like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. So no, um, definitely invest. It's worth it. Okay. I, yeah. Honestly, it's worth it. And I'm, I was a huge Garmin fan before this. Yeah. I know that. Yeah. Over to an Apple watch just because I was like, Oh, is the battery going to last as long if I like go for a run or whatever? It's totally fine. Like okay. I haven't had any issues and it has fun little, you know, I could do, I could do an EKG on my watch if I wanted to. Yeah. I've been waiting on an EKG for three freaking months. Well, I mean, you're, that's not going to count. Well, <laughs> I'm saying that like, if you think like, you know, you're sitting here and you're just like, yeah, I'm kind of a little short of breath and you can take your pulse and your pulse ox. And then you're just like, something might be going on. Let me just check the EKG really fast. Make sure I'm not having like a myocardial infarction, you know, mm -hmm. like make sure I'm okay. And you can just run like an EKG really fast on you. I mean, it's not a hundred percent, but it's definitely will tell you if something's up. So. It's helpful regardless. Right. Yeah. 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 And then I, um, sometimes when I'm texting you, I actually will do it off my watch. So if it looks oh. a little weird, it's because I'm on my watch. Or if I can't find my phone, like my phone is always on silent, always. Um, Same. If I can't find it, except for when you ring it on the phone, it actually will be loud. But if I'm off in a different room and you call me and I don't know where the where my phone is, I don't know where I put it, I can actually talk to you on my watch. It's kind of like, it's like go-go gadget. <laughs> yeah, it's like being a Power Ranger or something like yeah. Sort on. Like, like walkie-talkie little feature and it's like a walkie-talkie. So it's the weirdest thing. I'm telling you, like Rudy has one. I'm like, wow, you're really like connected to everyone and everything because it just goes nonstop, right? And I'm like, well, there's probably like a setup where you could like have a um a uh a, like a what's it called? Like a schedule. Like well, it's just like your apps. I mean, you yeah. can turn on notifications so the only thing i get notified for is like text messages or breaking news but around mm -hmm. here literally everything is breaking news i <laughs> shit you not everything is hurricane you know alligators no it's not even that it's literally like um 
Susie Q ran the stop sign. That's it. Nothing else happened. She just ran the stop sign. It's breaking news. Susie Q ran the stop sign. Well, shit. Oh, my God. It, it's so bad to the point that when there is breaking news, like I, I already checked one alert while we were talking. I've already kind of like looked like what's the breaking news? Because I needed to, is this really breaking news or is this just some bullshit? Yeah. Nine times out of 10, it's bullshit. And I don't know how to like. Yeah. Fix it because I don't need to know about these things that you guys think is breaking. It's not even news to be honest with you. It's it's just not news. <laughs> and it's not because I'm saying it's not news. I'm literally telling you, nobody cares that she ran a stop sign. Okay. Nobody was injured. Nothing happened. She no one's just, dead. No active shooter. We don't care. Right. Exactly. Tell me about the important stuff that I need to hear about. Like yeah. actual real breaking news, you know, mm-hmm. like, um, yeah, there was actually an active shooter, I guess today, um, at a hospital, no breaking news. Didn't even know about it. Wow. But, I get, but Susie, yeah, something that is so just she didn't hit the button before crossing the street. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's ridiculous. So that's my biggest complaint. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, I'll Um, definitely have to ask Santa if he can hook a brother up because, or at least Santa Sean. Yeah. So I I I like it. So I don't have that issue. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> One last thing before we wrap up. Actually, two last things. Um, first thing is uh, I want to share with um, my podcasters uh, what we have implemented for the holidays because it is brilliant. Here's the thing. And the reason why I want to bring it up is because I've been telling because like the seasons are rolling around um, and a lot of families are still doing what we've been doing since plague times uh, for the past two years now. And I told them like, I found in you, I think you and I agree on this. I I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, the first year during plague times, everyone buying at least one gift or two for everybody was right. so complicated. And yeah. then what we came up with was like pretty much a roulette of pick a number between one and eight, you know, right. and then that's your person for the year. Right. Yeah, that is so brilliant. A lot of people at work are like, "Oh, why have we never thought of that?" And I'm like, "We should patent this." <laughs> Actually, a lot of people already do it. I kind of heard about it from someone else. So oh, really? Me, yeah. So for me, it was kind of implementing somebody else's idea, but because we're just getting so much bigger, our family's just getting so much better, bigger, not mm-hmm. better, but bigger. I mean, mm-hmm. better too, because we're adding more people, and it's kind of fun. But mm-hmm. uh, just you know, we're adding people more kids, everything. It's just, it's so much money. And the amount of money that I spend on shipping is actually more than what I'm paying for the gifts. Yeah. So I'm like, this is ridiculous, you know, and I can't begin to tell you how many times I've been like, yeah, I have all this stuff for people, but like, you're gonna have to come visit me because it costs yeah, me actually, you know, too much to mail out. It's ridiculous. So, so. a battery charger that charger. is right like a battery charger for a camera, this thing will just say, for example, costs like 20 bucks. It still costs like, um, like $10 for shipping and handling, Right. you know? And it's like, uh, I just got like a, a, a piece of machine or a, a, a Euro rack module in and it was four fifty for shipping. And I'm like, I should have just driven down this weekend to your shop and picked it up for free. It would have been cheaper. 
a waste of my time, but damn. It's just, it's ridiculous. So yeah, definitely doing kind of a roulette thing. Um, It's myself Mm -hmm. and one of my kids in case something happens to me, there's a backup. (laughs) So, (laughs) but I really like this tradition of like just being responsible for that one person for the year. And then you get to pick like, and you can send in your wish list from anywhere, Amazon target, um, Mm -hmm. Wally world, wherever. And then there's your shopping list, you know, and you pick off like, even like with, um, our nieces, um, and our nephews, like there was like a list and I was just like, oh, bam, 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 bam. And then I was like, Uncle Sean and Rudy. Yeah. Bang, you know? Done. Don't so even easy. have to worry about any of it. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I, I think that, yes, last year was a really big success. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, it just worked for us. Um, and I thought, okay, let's do it again. I mean, everybody really liked it. And everybody really liked having the Secret Santa kind of aspect to it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So it just really kind of worked and I'm kind of hoping that people aren't putting too much thought into like, well, who did, okay. If I got this person and who got, who got this person, who got that person, I hope that they just kind of, everybody just kind of leaves it like a secret throughout mm-hmm. really put too much effort into it. I have one little, you know, CSI agent that, you know, pretty much has the whole rundown before I mean, anyone them. else. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which I still need to recap. I got to go through our text messages and remember, I got to go back and remember which one I'm responsible well, I have for. It, I have it like saved. Yeah. So I have it saved. So if you have forgotten your number, then just let me know who, you know, just let me know. And then I'll sure. just resend you, you know, who your person is for the year. But yeah. Um, yeah, it was actually, yeah, I'm glad that we all decided that that was kind of the route that we needed to go. I think that financially it's better mm-hmm. for everybody and it, you know, it's just, it's fun, so. oh yeah, absolutely. I think it's more fun. And I think it's also, uh, financially, uh, better because uh, again, that one shipping cost is like done on that one package or like two, if it happens to play out that way. Yeah. So last but not least, what inspires you today, this week or this month? Oh Lord. <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't anticipating that. <laughs> How about you go first? Okay. So what inspired me, um, to, uh, well, actually, uh, today it was actually last night was, um, I was, uh, I was streaming on, on Twitch and one of the guys that, um, uh, organically found me playing video games was like, Hey, do you want to play this video game together? And I was like, sure. Stranger person. And come to find out, He's from New Jersey. He tokes up. He likes playing scary games with me. We were playing scary games together. It was a great two hours later. And I was like, holy shit. I can't believe I've been wasting, not like wasting, but I can't believe I've been like so involved. Like it's like, it was so inspirational to like finally see um, after a year's, almost a year's worth of time uh, to organically find people who are interested in things that you're also interested in and not feel like I'm alone in that niche, you know, because survival horror games are um, innately uh, not a small, it's not a big community. It's a small community, much like Star Trek or Star Wars. It's just that little group of people that only they know what they're talking about. Um, And then uh, this, this, this week, um, 
I I've actually got my uh, coworker to uh, throw in the hat. He wants to uh, uh, do Bob Ross week with me. Oh, good. So this weekend on the 29th is Bob Ross's birthday. And I'm going to roll up with my painting gear. We're going to sit out in his backyard, lay down the tarp. He's going to watch a video. He actually wants to do a Bob Ross painting. I'm going to do my own thing. But because <laughs> I've been thinking about this painting for a long minute. And it's super cool. It's like it's going to be like a nebula and like water. Oh, nice. But like reflections. You'll have to show me a picture of your like finished work. So yeah. I'm really excited for it. And like, I know he's going to be doing like happy trees and asking me about how to make clouds and things. So I'm really excited about that. And um, so, yeah, I'm really inspired. I feel really inspired by Bob Ross again, like this year. Yeah. Yeah. I would have to say for inspiration, um, I'm watching. So I'm redoing my house. Um, I'm redoing my house, <laughs> not contracting out. It's just all like learning. We already contracted before, skills. right? <laughs> I haven't contracted anything. I've uh, actually done everything. I mean, minus like floors. I don't do floors, but like. I don't do electricity. I don't do electricity either. I mean, big stuff that I absolutely cannot do. Um, yeah. I will not do it. Um, just, you know, but um, being inspired to like jump in and actually learn a new skill and like study up on how to do it. Um, mm-hmm. So inspired by other people's you know ability to get in there and do it and kind of show the ropes and you know tips and tricks and all that other stuff and mm-hmm. being in the garage today and actually finding all of my painting stuff and I'm actually going to redo all of my ceilings um they have orange peel on them right now it's like a textured it looks like orange peel um ew it's god awful in every home that we have toured down here is the same. God, um, that's so annoying. So I'm going to do smooth ceilings. I'm going to smooth them out and uh, completely redo them. And I'm okay with the texture on the walls because it reminds me of our home back in Washington. Mm-hmm. You know, typical, you know, late 90s textured. Nothing gross. Not like the ceiling. The ceilings are something else. So yeah. um, walls are fine. Did learn a little tip and trick on how to get the paint up to the ceiling with a textured wall without okay. it getting ceiling so I'm going to utilize that and then just seeing like overall resilience of people and how they just are on a daily basis is pretty inspiring too so mm-hmm. I have to that was very generalized though yeah but I mean it's still like relevant and um at the same time true you know what I mean right. yeah absolutely well thank you for potting with me yeah I appreciate that sis you're my, <laughs> like you're like the only family member who's ever done it <laughs> Yeah, it was fun. And you can hear probably my dog snoring. She's been snoring the whole time. Oh my gosh, little bean. <laughs> <laughs>